following podcast is brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, pastor of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Today we'll be considering the subject of the perfection of Scripture. The third attribute of Scripture brought forward into new prominence after the Reformation and in the doctrinal summation of the Reformation contained in our confession is the perfection of Scripture. In this talk, we move then from considering the necessity and then the authority of Scripture to considering the perfection of Scripture. But what is meant by the perfection of Scripture? Under this heading, the attributes of Scripture, sometimes called its sufficiency and clarity, are summarized and treated together by some Reformed theologians. Others simply opt to speak of a third and fourth attribute of Scripture, its sufficiency and clarity. Now, in this talk, I want to speak of the sufficiency of Scripture. The sufficiency of Scripture is defined in chapter 1, paragraph 6 of the Confession, and here is what it says. The whole counsel of God concerning all things necessary for his own glory, man's salvation, faith, and life, is either expressly set down or necessarily contained in the Holy Scripture, unto which nothing at any time is to be added, whether by new revelation of the Spirit or traditions of men. Nevertheless, we acknowledge the inward illumination of the Spirit of God to be necessary for the saving understanding of such things as are revealed in the Word, and that there are some circumstances concerning the worship of God and government of the church, common to human actions and societies, which are to be ordered by the light of nature and Christian prudence, according to the general rules of the Word, which are always to be observed. The first thing to be noticed about paragraph 6 is that it's actually two paragraphs. We can call these paragraphs 6a and 6b. 6a defines the sufficiency of Scripture. Uh, 6b qualifies the sufficiency of Scripture. Consider with me 6a and the definition of the sufficiency of Scripture. The first and most basic question answered by the confession is the question, for what? Are the scriptures sufficient? The confession makes clear that the scriptures are not sufficient for every conceivable purpose that you may find in human life. They are sufficient, quote, for all things necessary, for his own glory, man's salvation, faith, and life. The sufficiency of scripture is vertical in nature. It has to do with our relationship to God. It tells the Christian how to glorify God, what he needs to do to be saved, and what he must believe as a matter of Christian doctrine, and how he must live in order to please God. There is nothing that we need to know about these matters that are not in Scripture. Still, the Scriptures are not a math textbook, a biology textbook, or a Spanish textbook. Yet within these described bounds of its purpose, the Scriptures are totally sufficient all things necessary, the confession says. The Christian does not need church tradition or new revelation in order to please God, believe the right doctrine, be saved, or glorify God. He simply needs the Scripture. Notice again how paragraph 6a ends. Unto which nothing 
at any time is to be added, whether by revelation of the Spirit or traditions of men. Now, this teaching directly contradicts the teaching of Rome about the need for its oral traditions. It also contradicts the charismatic fascination with new revelation. All things necessary are in Scripture. But where does the Bible teach this wonderful sufficiency of Scripture for the Christian's life before God? Well, it teaches this sufficiency in many places, but none more important than one key text, and that text is 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 17. And that from childhood, you have known the sacred writings, which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. This text needs to be studied in a little detail, and we will do that in our next talk. Thank you for listening to Confessing the Faith on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. CBTS is a confessional Reformed Baptist seminary which provides affordable online theological education to help the church in its calling to train faithful men for the gospel ministry. To learn more about how you can partner with us in providing informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, visit cbtseminary.org.